Welcome to the Story Apothecary, a podcast filled with healing and medicinal stories. My name is Nana Tomova, and I'm a traditional storyteller and a pharmacist, and stories are medicines which I dispense. In this podcast, you'll find my prescriptions of stories for the body, mind, heart, soul, and for the air. So I invite you to join me as we enter the healing world of stories together. Welcome to the Story Apothecary once again. You are very welcome here and I am so pleased you've decided to join me for a piece of haven and a little story where you can perhaps switch off, lie back down somewhere, maybe on the green grass, maybe on a comfortable grandmother's chair by the fire with a glass of wine or a cup of tea and listen. I hope that January and February have treated you well and haven't been too cold if you live in the Northern Hemisphere. It's a glorious sunshine day here and I can sense March approaching. Got snowdrops which have been out since February. Got crocuses, daffodils and primroses. It's lovely to see spring coming. And in Bulgaria we have a a couple of different stories about March. She's the only female personification of the months, Baba Marta, Grandmother March. And one of the stories talks about her living with her two brothers, Big Sechko and Little Sechko. They are the different names for January and February. January being the big brother, tall, and February being the little brother, and quite short, because he only has 28 to 29 days. And they live together in this house, and they all keep their own barrels of wine. And as March approaches, and it is her turn to carry the year on her shoulders, well, one day she goes downstairs to have a little bit of wine in the evening, and what does she discover? Her brother, little Sechko, has drank all her wine. Her fury is unstoppable. Her wrath is monumental. And these are the days in March where there are blizzards and storms. And Baba Marta is very angry. And so little Sechko knows not to drink her wine. He offers some of his wine to her as a peacekeeping. And then she is red-cheeked and merry, and the sun shines. That is not the story I wanted to tell you today. The story that I will tell you today comes from Sudan. And it's a wonderful, beautiful, moving and poignant story called Why the Bat Hangs Upside Down. But if you've ever watched bats and seen them fly around at dusk or go into the trees or on top of the roofs. 
You know how sometimes they can hang upside down. And this story, I believe, was written down in a book called One Day We Had to Run. And it is a book with stories and illustrations from children refugees. And this story is told by one boy who is sick of running and hopes that one day he may belong somewhere. So it's a very moving story, even though it is light-hearted and beautiful. And it is a universal wish, I believe, whatever our backgrounds, whatever our stories, that we all want to belong somewhere. So I hope you enjoy Why the Bat Hangs Upside Down. Long, long ago, when the world was still very new, the Creator called all the creatures around them. They gathered them together, and the Creator told them, The earth is filled with the most wondrous places, the most wonderful places, mountains and forests, plains and fields, Verdant meadows, rivers, waterfalls, rainbows, sunrises, sunsets, go, go out and explore among this beautiful world, the place it would like to call home. And all the creatures were so excited. They went out and they looked, they looked everywhere across ferns and moss across hills and moorlands, across mountains and meadows, up trees and down under the ground where the rich soil lives. What a wonderful world it was indeed. And right at the beginning, as all the different creatures were looking, all the animals decided to live together over there in one place where the the soil was rich, where the, the trees were abundant, full of fruits, where the grasses were long, the wild flowers were colourful, the rivers had the most clear azure blue water, and all the birds decided to live together in another place, way over there, where the mountains were high, where the trees swayed in the wind to make their bodies dance, but only gently, rock their babies to sleep, but only lightly, and tell how it was. There was peace. Everybody was happy in the corners they had chosen. Now to celebrate their new home, they decide, the animals decided to do the only thing, which we all do, really. Have a housewarming party, of course. Who doesn't love a party? The word went out that all the animals would celebrate together their new home. And they would all gather in, in a place, in a, in a gathering, in a clearing nearby. 
Bat. Bat heard about the party and he was so excited. Bat was so excited. He loved parties. Bat loved parties. Oh, much how much he loved parties. You probably love parties. But Bat adored gatherings. He began to get ready. He began to brush his fur so very carefully. He began to shine his wings. He began to brush his fangs, his teeth. He was beautiful, gallant, glorious, graceful, striking. When he finally arrived, towards sunset, as there was beautiful colours of bronze and gold and red which were colouring the whole sky, Bat fluttered to a nearby branch of a nearby tree and looked down at the clearing. Oh, all the animals were having such a good time and Oh, it smelled of such delicious food and all the odours gathered and almost the cloud above and all oh, the music. The music that you could hear. All of the animals were making their own music. Some were playing drums, others were playing reeds, others were roaring, barking, bellowing, bleating, hissing, humming, growling, howling, trumpeting. Everyone singing. And there was dancing. There were such good dancers. They, they danced in the line and they stamped their feet. And, and the little elephants went under the bigger elephants. And, and the little monkeys went over the top of the big monkeys. And oh, it was the best circus, the best party, the best entertainment the bat had ever seen until this day. The whole place was hopping, alive with merriment. He shivered in anticipation. All oh, his, his little hairs of his fur stood up. He screeched in excitement as bats do and fluttered down to the entrance. Where Zebra stood guard. Oh, evening, Zebra. Bats squeaked. Fine night for a party. Stop right there, bat. Neighed Zebra. Where do you think you're going? Well, into the animals' party. No, you don't. No, you don't. This party is only for animals, and you are not an animal. Oh, oh but I am. But I am. Uh, uh, see, I've got fur, and I've got teeth, and well. How do animals have that? And you've got wings. Only birds have wings. Now get out of here before I stomp you to death. Zebra raised his hoof and Bat quickly fluttered out of the way, back up to that tree. Oh. Oh. But, but, but I am an animal. I've got... I've got fangs and I've got fur and all the party and 
and all the animals and they're singing, they're dancing and they're together and they're eating and they're drinking. Oh, I want to go to the party. And Bat was so sad. He sadly watched the animals. They were feasting and laughing and singing and dancing and he had they had such a good time and he watched them. He watched them from a distance. He watched them from up that tree. And tears began to flow down his fur. His beautiful fur. All the way to his feet. And the wet tears made bats slip. He slipped this way and he slipped that way until he slipped all the way around and hung upside down. But you know, Bat was too sad to care. He could cry just as well in that position. It didn't matter. He just stayed upside down and all his tears fell all the way to the ground where the beautiful green moss soaked them up, where they fed the soil with salt and moisture. Another day came, and another day came, and, and but, well, the sun rose again, the sun set again, and it rose again the day after that as the sun does. And you know, the, well, the birds, the birds heard about the animals party and they didn't want to get missed out. They wanted to have their own party. It sounded like a great idea. And so they began to prepare to have their own feast, their own gathering. Well, Word went out that evening the birds would, would gather together in a nearby clearing. And Bat heard with his great hearing. Oh, now is my chance to have some fun, he said. Now is my chance I get to go to the party. He spiffed himself up. He shined his wings. He buffed his feet. He was ready, ready as he'll ever be. He fluttered over to the clearing and landed on a nearby tree and he watched. He watched in amazement. Oh, the party was already in full swing. There were such wonderful seeds and there were red berries. And big seashells filled with, with nectars to drink from all the fruits of the land and made by hand by the birds themselves. And if the singing he had heard before was good, well, this was, was also good in a completely different way. The best singers of the bird kingdom were there. They were hooting, tweeting, chirping, cawing, whistling, warbling, crooning away. It was wonderful like a masterful orchestra. The long-legged birds were high-stepping with the smaller birds dancing between their legs. Everyone was shaking their wings, 
feathers, all kind of feathers, glistening blue, green, red, yellow, black, flying everywhere, like a spectacle, a feathery rainbow. What magnificence! Bat couldn't wait to get there. He fluttered down to the entrance where Vulture stood guard. Hi, evening Vulture, Bat said nonchalantly as he hurried inside. Stop right there, Bat. You can't go there, hissed Vulture in a raspy voice. Oh, why not? Why not? It's... It's the bird party and I'm a bird. See, I've got wings, one, two, and one on each side. I'm a bird. Hmm. You also have dark, fuzzy fur and sharp little fangs. Birds like us, we have feathers and beaks, not fur and teeth. Now get out of here before I peck you to death. And... Oh, Bat barely missed being pecked by Vulture as he fluttered back up to his tree. Oh, but, but I'm, I'm a bird. I'm a, I'm a bird. I'm an animal. No, I'm a bird. No. Oh. And as Bat sat on his tree, trembling, as he sadly watched all the birds feasting and singing and dancing. And tears began to run down his fur, all the way down his feet. He began to sway and then slip this way, and then that way, until he slipped all the way around and hung again upside down. But he was too sad to care. He just stayed upside down until all his tears fell down to the ground, and they watered the trees and their roots. And so Bat would hang there, thinking about which party he might be invited to go to one day. Maybe he hoped that it would be a party where the animals and the birds could gather together and maybe, maybe he wouldn't have to pick. Maybe there'll, part, there'll be a party one day where he would get to dance, and he would get to sing, and he would get to fly, and he would get to, to eat and to drink with all the creatures of the land. But one day, he'll belong to the party, and he'll be invited and be glad to be there. A place filled with his skin, his creatures whatever they were, and whatever sound they made. A place where he could be himself, 
a place where he could belong. And so, may it be with us. What a relevant story. It's relevant to all generations, throughout all the ages, and sadly will continue to be relevant for many more generations to come. And so it is with all traditional stories I know. Humanity evolves and evolves and our problems, our core problems, our core suffering, our core happiness, our humanity remains the same as it always has done. Fear of suffering, fear of pain, Fear of loneliness, fear of not belonging. We don't have to have experienced something as as terrible and as extreme as and unimaginable as being a refugee to relate to the story. Whenever I tell the story and we have a discussion afterwards, people tell me of of a time they started off university course with one year and finished with another. The animals carried on without that person and the birds hadn't quite welcomed them. Other people might relate to, like me, moving from country to country, not quite belonging to the animals not quite belonging to the birds, but after a while being invited to both parties, but not quite being the same. Others yet might talk about there being a camp of animals and a camp of birds in their, in their own heads, and they themselves don't know which party to go to an internal division. And so this story, like many other stories, is great to listen to, then ponder on, and maybe share a word or two with someone else. There is so much division these days. There is division of opinion, of belief, Division of borders, 
whatever it might be. We all want to belong somewhere. And so may this story give some sense of comfort. Or ignite a discussion. Spark curiosity. You may wish to share it with someone. You really like, really love. someone who you may not wish to invite to your party. As a gift. May many conversations form around real or virtual fires as they have done for millennia when stories have been shared. It is my hope that the stories in this podcast may offer healing, medicine, comfort, sometimes discomfort, in order to be followed up with words. I'm excited to say that the Story Apothecary community is being formed right now behind the scenes. To do just that. Then I hope to tell you more in the next coming months. A village for people to come together and share what comes up in them after stories and you are all invited to that gathering when it comes for now i wish you a wonderful day a wonderful week a wonderful month until we meet again soon Thank you for joining me in the Story Apothecary. Until we meet again, goodbye.
Thank you to Empathers for the music.